the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to be back with you after the three-day weekend of July 4th. Catch the podcast at TheAnswerDayton.com or 989TheAnswer.com. Producer Pam puts it together every day. It is organized in half-hour increments. Commercials taken out. It's about 20 minutes. Perfect for a brisk walk around the neighborhood. Beautiful night last night. My neighbors were uh, firing off serious-grade fireworks, uh, treating me to a tremendous, <laughs> tremendous free fireworks show but man what a beautiful night it was uh no humidity and uh, now the storms are here and we need to rain so i welcome those storms of course yesterday was a very very sad day given the violence in chicago a deranged young man uh with a face tattoo and neck tattoos um robust presence on social media we're i mean again in hindsight always these shooters have told us that they are crying out for help. Now, this is where the whole situation gets really, really complicated because the percentage of young people who post crazy stuff online and then follow through by doing uh, despicably evil things like this shooter did, it's, it's a very small percentage of people who take it that far. And so it's always easy to look back and say, well, why didn't somebody stop this guy? Because we would live in a fascist dictatorship police state where freedom would not exist if we want to begin to label people as too dangerous to be part of society because they post one thing or another on social media. But I think... This kid's life spinning out of control is pretty obvious from some of the things that he's, some of the choices he's made early in his life, his lack of friends, his lack of interaction with the public, things like that. So uh, six people are dead, 38 are wounded, and no one is... It's so difficult to talk about how empty the impact of any gun law is in the aftermath of something like this because it sounds like you're saying, like, it sounds like you're happy. Okay, you passed a gun law, and here we go, mass shooting, ha ha, your gun law stinks. No, that's not it. It's just that the problem with this kind of event is that it emanates from not a hole in gun laws, but from the evil in the human heart. It just does. Now, the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, who is 
supposedly going to primary Joe Biden. If Joe Biden runs for re-election, which if you watch Biden's speech yesterday, um, wow, it was bad. It was bad in terms of he barely referred to the Chicago shooting because the thought was, well, I just passed this big gun law and I want to take a victory lap on that. And if I come out right out and talk about the Chicago shooting the way I talked about the Buffalo shooting or the way that I talked about Uvalde, then it'll seem like I'm undermining the great progress my administration has made on gun safety. So he barely referred to it. But his manner was just, he looked he looked older than normal and more just empty, unenergetic. Um, so I'm, I'm dubious whether he will run, actually run for re-election in November of 2024. But J.B. Pritzker is supposed to be eyeing the White House, and I guess he thinks that, uh, hey, I mean, you know, if, if Gavin Newsom of California is one of the alternatives to Joe Biden, and gas is $7 a gallon in California? I guess you can't blame J.B. Pritzker for looking at this situation as uh, inviting for him. But listen to J.B. Pritzker yesterday talking about the mass shooting in Chicago. And then we're going to analyze what the governor of Chicago had to say. If you're angry today, I'm here to tell you, be angry. I'm furious. I'm furious that yet more innocent lives were taken by gun violence. I'm furious that their loved ones are forever broken by what took place today. I'm furious that children and their families have been traumatized. I'm furious that this is happening in communities all across Illinois and America. I'm furious because it does not have to be this way. And yet we as a nation, well... We continue to allow this to happen. While we celebrate the 4th of July just once a year, mass shootings have become our weekly, yes, weekly American tradition. We allow it to happen. Now, who is we, J.B. Pritzker? Is we the Democratic Party that controls the entire state of Illinois? Is that the we he's talking about? He's a Democratic governor. Is Dick Durbin and Tammy Duckworth? Is that who he's talking about? The Democratic senators from the state of Illinois? Is Lori Lightfoot, the Democratic mayor of Chicago and virtually every ward representative in Chicago? Is that who he's talking about in the we? And he says he's angry, which I don't begrudge him his anger. I just wonder, is he angry because this ruined his July the 4th? Is he angry because seven people dying in one shooting or six people dying in one shooting is worse than seven people killed in Chicago and other shootings over July the 4th? The 38 wounded at one time, is he angry about that? But not angry about the 57 people that were shot in Chicago elsewhere over the weekend? Like, the numbers are kind of transposable, right? Seven killed, 57 wounded. Six killed, 38 wounded. Six killed, 38 wounded, parade shooting. Lots of headlines. Six killed, 38 shot 
in a weekend in Chicago? That's a normal weekend. That is a normal weekend. So I'm just kind of struck by the selective outrage from J.B. Pritzker. Now, I'm also struck by who he, or what, rather, he attributes this to. It is devastating that a celebration of America was ripped apart by our uniquely American plague. A day Hmm. dedicated to freedom has put into stark relief the one freedom we as a nation refuse to uphold. The freedom of our fellow citizens to live without the daily fear of gun violence. You know what I love about 4th of July? We celebrate the founding of this wonderful nation by gathering with family and friends and enjoying parades and fireworks. Our cameras on days like this are filled with messy faces and reckless smiles and pretty sunsets, an effort to bottle up that unique feeling of sun-filled joy. That's what evil took from us today. That's what gun violence robs us of. No matter the neighborhood or the city, it erupts in. Okay, first of all, get a new speechwriter because nobody's buying messy faces, reckless smiles, and sun-filled joy. Nobody's buying that, okay? That's not how people talk. Does anybody, when I ask you 100 things you think about July the 4th, is messy faces one of them? Oh, when I think of July 4th, I think of messy faces. No, nobody thinks of messy faces on July the 4th. You think of flags, you think of... Fireworks, think of hot dogs, think of apple pie. Messy faces. No, nobody thinks of messy faces. Sun-filled joy. Sun-filled joy? Huh? But near, near the end of that stupid section of his speech, he talked about the innocence of a July 4th parade being taken from us by evil. Yes. But then do you know how quickly he got off evil and went to gun violence? It's not the gun that's violent. I know that's an old statement, but things become cliches because they're true. Gun violence, gun violence, gun violence. Is J.B. Pritzker ever going to talk about fatherlessness in the homes? Is he ever going to talk about lack of leadership? Is he ever going to talk about soft on crime policies? So you want to like say gun violence? Gun violence is a great way to bemoan something that everybody is against, people getting shot by guns, without talking about why people are getting shot by guns. Have you seen this kid's father quoted yet? I haven't. Is the father in the picture? Does he have a close relationship with his son? I'm betting no. So J.B. Pritzker can talk all around the issue. Funny None of it ever comes back to J.B. Pritzker. None of it ever comes back to Lori Lightfoot. None of, it, none of it ever comes back to anybody in Democratic politics who put some of the nation's strictest gun laws in place in Illinois. You want universal background checks? They got it. You want red flag laws? They got it. Every law, every wish list item for Democrats when it comes to guns, they have on the law books in Illinois. Do they have some of the most... Violence? Yes. So I find the J.B. Pritzker, Illinois governor, rant yesterday about mass shootings to be interesting. 
in that he talks about gun violence as if it is this very nebulous enemy out there that uh, they can't get their arms around. I mean, certainly if stringent gun laws would make a difference, would keep six people from being shot and 38 wounded by a deranged young man from a rooftop in Highland Park, Illinois, uh, well, then it wouldn't have happened because they have every gun law wish list item, every box checked in the state of Illinois. It couldn't have anything to do, the failure to reduce crime in Illinois, it couldn't have anything to do with, uh, oh, I don't know, bad leadership, fatherlessness, ness, or dirty politics, could it? So I looked up J.B. Pritzker because I thought, I've never heard of this guy before. Where did he come from? I've heard of one other Illinois governor that I can remember. Does anybody remember the name Rod Blagojevich? Remember Rod Blagojevich, kind of a doofus, caught on an FBI wiretap, went to prison. Well, turns out it's a small world. Because guess who else was on that FBI wiretap with Rod Blagojevich? Saying things that put Rod Blagojevich in jail. It was none other than J.B. Pritzker. Now, was J.B. Pritzker a FBI informant? Did he go in there wearing a wire? And, you know, lead Rod Blagojevich right to the point where Blagojevich went over the line and got himself put in prison? Uh, No, that's not exactly how it happened. Uh, Pritzker, a wealthy, wealthy, wealthy businessman, was meeting with Blagojevich in 2017, and they were chatting about how Pritzker... Being a wealthy Democratic donor has perhaps positioned himself to be appointed to statewide office. Appointed to statewide office because somebody left statewide office and they had an opening and they were like, hey, this guy's given lots of money to us. Maybe we should reciprocate by giving him a job in government. And on the tape, Blagojevich asks Pritzker if he would like to be appointed state treasurer. And Pritzker said, uh, yeah, that's one I would want. Hmm. Now, this came back up in 2018 when Pritzker, who'd never held elected office before, decided to run for governor of Illinois. Now, I would think if you were on a FBI wiretap, being the guy that the governor who went to prison for racketeering and other things was trying to set you up with a cushy job in government, I would think that would maybe kill your political career, but not in Illinois. Not in Illinois. If you have a D next to your name, you are golden. This was not a secret. The Republican opponent of J.B. Pritzker in 2018 tried to make a case out of it. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Pritzker got elected anyway. You say, well, Bruce, you know, not just saying that you'd like to be appointed state treasurer. That's, That's really not very damning evidence. Well, how about this? Pritzker and Blagojevich on this tape uh, were talking about filling a U.S. Senate seat. And Pritzker recommended that Blagojevich appoint a black secretary of state. And I quote, this would cover you on the African-American thing. 
This would cover you on the African-American thing. Hmm. That's the governor of Illinois, folks. That's the guy who's going to run for president, or at least primary, Joe Biden to run for president. So I like to keep my audience informed about who these newsmakers are and how they became newsmakers and what you'll hear about them. You won't hear that reported, of course, on mainstream media because it reflects poorly on J.B. Pritzker. But, wow, I would think if you dismiss somebody racially by saying the African-American thing, that'll bulletproof you, uh, that would uh, lead to you not winning your statewide office. But in Illinois, all you need is that D next to your name. Now, we chatted a bit about Upper Arlington and its 4th of July parade and the crazy wokesters who tried to ruin it with their abortion protest and their uh, gay pride protest or gay pride participation. I have good news for my friends in Upper Arlington. The superintendent of Upper Arlington Schools, Paul Imhoff, after flirting with stepping down as superintendent, has now announced that he will be stepping down you got to put up with him for the rest of this calendar year. But he's out of here in January of 2023. He will land, softly, as the Director of Governmental Relations for the Buckeye Association of School Administrators. Did you even know that existed? No, neither did I. But Paul Imhoff knows it exists because he was the 2018 Superintendent of the Year by that same organization. So... Of course, Paul Imhoff will be credited with getting the last big levy passed in Upper Arlington, which led to the remodeling of some of their school buildings and the construction of their new high school. I've been in their new high school. It's beautiful. But it is also highly woke. And Paul Imhoff is highly woke. So UA has an opportunity here to find a superintendent who is not as concerned with things that don't matter to a large majority of UA residents as the things that Paul Imhoff prioritized, like political correctness, like all gender bathrooms, which most of the students hate, the girls in particular hate it, that boys are using the same bathrooms as they are with floor-to-ceiling stalls that lock. What could go wrong with a student being able to lock themselves in a small area with another student of the opposite or of the same sex or use Drugs during the school day. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, Paul Imhoff infamously referred to this as potty parody. Potty parody. That everybody would get to use the same bathroom. So, uh, Paul Imhoff is here for just a few more months. My recommendation to the Upper Arlington School Board is to find somebody who can return Upper Arlington schools to among the top academic achieving school systems in the state of Ohio. UA used to be a leader in that area, and that is why the property values in that suburb have soared. But lately, certainly on the watch of Paul Imhoff, their test scores statewide have diminished. So, he's leaving not a moment too soon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.